By pressing play, you've been transported to Escape Velocity, where the random and ridiculous thoughts expressed here do not reflect the views of the store or the employees. There will be no apologies for the things said today by your hosts and their guests. With that being said, enjoy the experience. Hey guys, how was doing? What's up? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I hope you guys are prepared for episode 10 of Yo, Yo where the captains at? at? Yo, where they at? Where, where they, they at? at? Where they at? Where, where are those captains at? Yo, where them captains where at? Can at? you tell me where them captains at? Like, yo, where yo, they? looking where up and down, where yo. Where they? Where, where they, they at? at, though? And as always, I'm yours truly, Kelsey Show, aka My Manipulation. And with you me sweet. always is my bro host. You know who it is, Roscoe, aka. Yo, look at them thighs and keep it on with the pancakes. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Two great quotes from Beast Boy himself. Thank you very much. And join us always is our engineer, our cyborg. The boy Daniel. Boom, 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 boom. Booyah! Pancakes. <laughs> Flapjacks. Flapjacks. Yes, and of course, Daniel is always here to be our sound guy, our engineer, make sure all the editing goes well, and make sure we're on our time schedule and, uh, and we are always precise with the slice when we get into the goods. But it's kind of real hard when we got Cyborg. Team Titans Go version who isn't always focused, but we gonna try our best. <laughs> Word. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, I always appreciate y'all um, tuning in or tapping in or pressing in or whatever way you decide to listen to this as long um, as your podcast. Ears are listening to the smooth voice. Yes, because you know if you got a gaming system, you could put it on your Xbox. You could put it on your. PS whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. you can just let that shit ride on your TV and yeah, clean yeah. your house, tend to your garden yeah, yeah. or whatever, and hear this nonsense that you about to get yeah, yeah. privy to. Yeah, yeah. So like always, <laughs> we gotta figure out yo what's popping. What be popping, me? Bro? What be popping? We gonna start this shit out with some wrestling shit, some oh. turn buckle talk. Oh, so I get to talk. So to if you just talk? go into real quick about what happened. This weekend, there when it comes a, to things, wrestling rise. When it comes to wrestling, there was a little thing called the Elimination Chamber. Word. Because wrestling is nothing but redneck anime. A live action redneck anime. To some people. But to others, it's just good old masterful artwork in the form of wrestling. Like myself. One of the matches of the year, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Just wanted to point that out from uh, the Elimination Chamber. Just two pure people that love wrestling and you see in their passion. Who the for fuck is wrestling. Drew Gulag? Drew Gulag is a pure technician wrestler. He don't do no top ropes. One of his he's from the Cruiserweight, so that's probably Okay, I'm about to say like nigga, I ain't seen him pushed up yeah, through NXT. The, I ain't seen him on no SmackDown, no Raw. He's from the he's from the Cruiserweight Challenge, then he but then been put into the two oh five line. Is he the British nigga that got the umbrellas? No, he's okay. the nigga that does the PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> That oh, I don't know about that motherfucker. Oh, bro. He gave me a TED Talk before he whooped he my ass. He gives you a TED Talk Fuck of that why shit. you... He gives a... T- back in 205, he would give a TED Talk of why you should not be on the top rope. His whole gimmick is no top rope flying, just all technician wrestling, and it works. 
the whole setup because I know you ain't been watching SmackDown. I don't need a whole setup because we got no, a lot of things. The to last set up. three weeks, he been just basically saying Daniel Bryan got a flaw. I know his flaw. He's had three people basically try to wrestle for to try to like teach wrestling till like last Thursday. Daniel Bryan Friday. Daniel Bryan said, "Me and you wrestle." They wrestled opening up the no second to opening up the show, and they killed to me best match in the eliminate out of the Sunday, and also. <laughs> uh, Within that elimination chamber match, Shayna Baszler had taken out all other of her comp- opponents so how by many, herself. How many was that? Elimination chamber, just to give y'all a setup, is a six-person elimination match, kind of in a Royal Rumble style. But the difference is four of the people start off in a cage, so they have to be released one at a time. Last women standing in this format uh, becomes... The winner and gets to challenge Becky Lynch at Royal Rumble. So she took out five opponents. Five opponents by herself with her signature finishing move, which is a standing uh, neck ch- uh, chokehold. Word. But each person she's taken out was in straight in great fashion. She took out Natalia by slamming her into the rings, but regardless, she she tapped or passed everybody out. Word. What about a tag team match? The tag team championship for SmackDown was set in an elimination chamber and as match as well. And who won that? Miz and Morrison won it, but one of the few highlights was Otis from a tag team group called Heavy Machiner. He weighs about 3, 350, 325 himself. The group together is 650. He runs through one of what is called the elimination chamber cells. Ran through the cell and fell outside of the ring. One of the greatest moments ever. Just to give y'all the heads up. That is the first time anybody has actually broke out of the elimination chamber. Not walked out. Broke out. And had to sit out there. So, first time in history and the first time in 2020. One person won the elimination chamber by not taking out five other opponents by themselves. As well as one person went out the elimination chamber by themselves. Two good moments. Were there any belts being defended that night? Belts were being defended this night. Which belts? The males tag team, uh, Raw belts were def- were defended. The Street Profits successfully defended their belts, even though they had got interfered from APA. Viking Raiders came and helped out, but yet Kevin Owens came and really sec- secured the help out, setting up the match between Seth and Kevin Owens for Mania. So who did they go against that night? They went against Buddy. Uh, Murphy, Buddy Murphy, word. No, Buddy Murphy no longer. He lost to Buddy, so he's just Murphy. Oh, so and one of the one of the formerly known as Buddy Murphy. Yes, and one of the ongoing jokes is Montez Ford said, "I had came and tackled you so hard that they took the Buddy out of your name." True, but um, yes, they first Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins had to take the pin from because of the stunner from Owens, Mm. and um, there was another belt. Oh. Mizzenham. Well, Mizzenham won that belt, but yeah. also the U.S. title was on the line between Andre and uh, Harrido. I forgot how it The Mexican guy. But <laughs> he's been taking the pins for a lot, even though the, what I know WWE is going to set him up as the face luchador, the next Rey Mysterio as a, as a luchador wrestler. Not... Rare in the match, but luchador style, he's going to be the next big... That's what they're setting him up as. The next Word. big Mexican-American face. Or Mexican to be an American wrestling style face. But um, 
And not only on that news, Jake the Snake Robert in AEW has now been signed as a manager. Don't know who he's managing, but has set up a few between him, his client, and Cody Rose. And I will say, Jake the Snake Roberts, still one of the greatest talkers on the mic. Best thing he said was, when, I, when you leave the ring, you should show the person you got respect. And then shoulder bumped into Cody Rose and walked past him like he wasn't shit. Jake the Snake Roberts proved why he was one of my favorite wrestlers as a young kid outside of just pulling out the snake. That nigga got promos. And, he, and by pulling out a snake, he means that actual rattlesnake. Yeah. Not his dick. Not his dick. Because even though it was an Attitude Era, it was not that rated RKO back then. And also, in RKO news, Randy Keith Orton hit Beth Phoenix with a, with a RKO, which led to Edge coming back, even though this is recorded on a Monday, tonight, and y'all hear this on a Friday, he came out on a Monday. Tonight, as well as Matt Hardy is no longer with WWE and 95% confirmed to be going to AEW. Word. And segueing. That will be all that. Oh, and we also have a new IC champ in the name of Sami Zayn. He beat him, him, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura had beat Braun Strowman, one of the biggest big mans in the WWE. Yes. So, yes, those are all that we had for this week in wrestling news that I paid attention to. And long story short, to segue to UFC real quick. Oh I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to talk about I'm not even going to talk about the whole thing. I'm just going to sit here and say those two women in the main card to come in had the one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in UFC period. Davis out there banging like Ken and Ryu, Vegeta and Goku, full tilt every round. They didn't hold no punches. They was going out. They weren't fatigued, and they showed us what warriors really look like. So, so I give all the respect, and I commend all those two uh, women for that match that they gave us because I was entertained, and I hope to see great things for both of you ladies. I can honestly say, Zink and. Yoana, your J check. The way they banged made me be like, "Yo, this is Brock Lesnar in in Chicago at their prime in the heavyweight division. They are banging like heavyweights, and they're strawweight females. These bitches go, and I'm not gonna lie." The strawweight division in the females UFC is at their strongest I've ever seen in a minute. Definitely. I can honestly say the women's UFC division is way more stronger and entertaining than the males in when it comes to pure fighting. When it comes to trash talking, the males UFC still got it, but the females got it when it comes to straight physical attributes. And just to jump in there, the fact that they... Uh Held nothing back, and the maybe, maybe the grand total of grappling time was like 15 seconds. The pure fact that they just kept throwing power punches, and they ate them, and then came back to the center of the ring to keep throwing power punches. That's heavyweight UFC shit. I, and that ain't even this current heavyweight UFC shit. That's early 2000 UFC heavyweight shit. Where, and the thing too, like I would say about the... Chinese um, lady, like, yeah, like, that's the only thing that kept her from winning. She didn't have enough power 
behind her power presence. Because if she did, she would have knocked her out a couple times. But just because, you know, their training and how they're just built, like, she couldn't get enough force. And it wasn't, and not even that, the fact that the other matter is... Most of her training was cut short because she was quarantined for coronavirus. She had to switch up teams because of coronavirus. So her training was flimsy at best and still was able to bang out. As well as the fact that people were questioning the, if she could last five rounds because she usually ends niggas in like the first round. Shows that she has way more potential than what we were expecting from her. Word. That's, um... Yeah. Talk about other people that fight people and beat people up. Batman. <laughs> There's a new image of the Batmobile that's out. And a lot of people have been calling it Bat and the Furious because they don't realize, like in the comic book back in the day, especially in the like late 70s, early 80s, the Batmobile looked like a regular hot rod Trash type. Weapon. Yeah, a car. <laughs> it's like the same vehicle that Jason Todd stole the hug caps off of. Looked like that because... You have to understand, this Batman is like year two Batman. So it's not like Bruce Wayne, billionaire Bruce Wayne. He's like, there's money there, but he's not into that money. And he doesn't have Lucius Fox. He don't have all these gadgets to make like the most sci-fi, futuristic vehicle that he can. So right now, he's just a young man in his early 20s oh, taking a car, souping it up. To get the job done. Sorry. That's why his bat bike or bat cycle looks the way it does. Kind of sort of Nigga, the images are honest, on the net. I'm be honest. This is the I second just, week we talked about thought, Batman on the I'm podcast. I'm gonna be 100. I just, I literally just thought they were gonna CGI the fuck out the motorcycles in them. I did no. not know that. It's this, a year two. I did not know that this was year two. I thought it was like year five or so. No, I did, did not you know? To be, first off, that lets me know you don't listen to your own podcast. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna be 100. No, I really don't listen to my own podcast either. So I don't that's like not even a knock. That's neither here nor there. But no, it's year two. That's why you seen the Batman costume. I seen the costume. Yeah, that's really, a year two I really costume. Never cared because it, that's why his bat, the bat insignia doesn't look like what we accustomed like to because he's still working see, on. I'll be true one hundred. Ever since I found out Ben Affleck ain't we ain't getting the Ben Affleck movie, I'm just like fuck it. I wait till the trailer for Robert Pattinson. I don't care about the info they gonna leak out for us. Mm. Now, I was about to jump into Marvel real quick, but before we get into Marvel news, I'm going to bring up the fact that one of my personal favorite TV series is coming to an end. Um, you heard us talk about um, this TV series on the Don't second you. episode of Your Way Caption That with our special guest, Precious. What up, Miha? And it's sad to say that Sci-Fi's Magicians is officially coming to an end with this current season that's on TV. So it's been five seasons. Five beautiful seasons. Of one of the a best great shows. storytelling. That sci-fi has ever had. That's one of the reasons that makes me so upset about the news. The, like, this I'm is be, the best show they have right now. I'm going to be now honest. Just like, this is the second show it. sci-fi has had to cut. And I just was like, y'all just are getting good with these shows. They don't have to cut. They choosing to they cut. They choosing to cut. Because they cut this. They cut Dark Matter. They cut Deadly Class. They cut Dead. Oh my gosh, my fault. Make that three. Deadly. Oh my gosh. But I will say, the one thing that Sci-Fi might get the pass for is they've been promoting this TV show called Vagrant Queen, who stars one of the chicks from another show that I've recommended to y'all, Light as a Feather. 
One of the What's scared of from Lighters Feathers? It's um The Redhead Chick? No, it's the black chick in season two who ends up dating the uh Asian girl. Oh She be she's the main character of the of, She be? She's the main character. <laughs> and sorry spoil semi spoiler alert for those that never watched what you call it, just so Lighters can remember Kelsey can remember. The villain, the the plot twist villain of Light of the Feather is the main, is going to be playing the daughter of the queen and vagrant queen, uh, vagrant queen. Word. Who's trying to find her mother and bring back the embassy to what it is. That's what I've seen from this show, but, um, yeah. I'm hoping that show at least be good, because I'm going to give that show a shot. Uh, Z Nation got canceled by them, but it got continued through Black Summer, and I've heard Black Summer is a little bit better than Z Nation. Even though I know is Black Summer a whole series about niggas doing electricide and eating no. chicken wings? Black Summer is supposed to be the, <laughs> Black Summer is supposed to be the Fear the Walking Dead of Z Nation. Oh, so it is a spin a spin off. It's a, of a spin off prequel. Word shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's literally basically Fear the Walking Dead, but as Black. Wait, wait, wait. Where, where's our last Sharknado movie? Because we ain't even got that shit yet. We either. Oh, I'm B100, and I ain't even seen them talk about it or promote it on sci-fi in any of these Wednesdays when I'll be watching my magician. So I because we know that shit's coming. Cause they, that, they have not given us the final. They teased the final. We're they told us we're getting the final. We're no, we're getting it this year, later this year. Word. I forgot that. We so they probably wait for Shark Week. Mo, uh, most likely because that's when the last three ones came out. Word, and then. We have an announcement from Disney Plus 2 earlier this week. Oh, my God. Hit him with that. From the girl, the goddess herself, Gina Carano. Ooh, what she got? The Mandalorian Season 2 has officially wrapped production. Oh, yeah. So, they are done. Uh, So, if you're a fan of that shit, Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Verdito. We might get Season season 2. No, no, Season 2 is done wrapping. No, I'm just saying, we might get the Season 2 to drop, like, in the No, 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 no. It's coming October, September. Ooh. We're on the same time hey, that it started, started last, last year. year. Yes. There we go. Let's so they already it. got that shit done. Still eight episodes or not? They haven't not said confirmed. that. They haven't said that, but it's slated for September, October because we have Winter Soldier and the Falcon coming out in August. So they're doing the thing where they're going to have the Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's going to be uh, Mandalorian. Then when that shit's done, we're going to get internals. Then we're supposed to get Scarlet Witch and the Vision. And then we're supposed to get another Star Wars related theme all in the same year. Because they're basically trying to space everything, space everything out. out. So we ain't getting no Marvel shit. We're going to get some fucking I, Star I, Wars shit. Low key, I wish they kind of would follow how DC uh, DC's app does with their shows. Like literally right after one week drop a new jump off. But that's not necessarily but, true because Harley Quinn's is in it. and Yeah, we ain't got nothing new from Harley Quinn. Nothing, For period. A period, minute. The next thing we might get... This is Titan Season 3. 3, if they don't give us this fucking Stargirl before. No, remember, Stargirl's not going to CW. No, 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 it's not going to CW. It's going both places. It's going to be on, what was it, HBO Max, <laughs> and they're going to give us... But they give keep promoting it on, Star, on CW. They yeah, it's not going to CW. That's the thing, too. But they keep too. telling us that, literally, every I time know I that, but my Black Lightning... We, we talked about that shit, uh, the infinite... Crushing Infinite Earth issues, some weird thing. Like, they was planning on debuting her in the CW-verse, but they didn't. 
Because it was supposed to come so to the why- DC app. But now they're like, no, the main show is going to be on the HBO Max, but the same token, they're going to give us give it to us on the DC app. But yeah, you're going to get her sprinkled. Roll in into this no, it's not even rolling in. It's going to be so separate. They, so it's no longer rolling into the no, DC no, they never, HBO Max? No, they didn't know what they're going to do. It's going to be it's gonna be separate. Same ha- same way Crunchyroll is going to be a part of the HBO Max, but Crunchyroll is also separate. Just like you could watch Swamp Thing... So, and Doom Patrol on the DC app, but it won't be uh, HBO Max watchable. watchable. So, but uh, t- Titans will be an HBO Max watchable. So it's not going to be like Disney Plus and no, no, ESPN no, no. one account no, no, can no, no, link no. all to. No, no, no. Damn, like damn, you, like damn. you have to have both. Both of these are. Both, yeah. So it's only a selected few from Crunchyroll, DC. No, no, Crunchyroll is all rolled in, but it's still going to be a separate so, thing. The thing with the DC app and the HBO Max. You can't watch one and watch it all. Like with HBO Max, Crunchyroll is a part of that. When so you, just like so, like Disney Plus, like how no, 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 no. So you, no, no, so H- no, 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 no. So they have a bundle. No, 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 no. It's not a bundle. Like all right. It might be a bundle, but you have to pay. You have to go to that shit separately. separately. Just like like you can't pay for all that shit. Get all that shit. Oh, you okay. if you want to watch Ooh. shit on HBO Max at DC, Damn. you have to get HBO Max. But if you want to watch the shit from the DCU, you're gonna to have to pay for that DCU shit separately. Because that's one thing too. Like everybody was confused with, like, why don't you just cancel DC? Yeah, cancel DC and put it all on HBO. Or just have a special bundle like the Disney Plus does with Hulu. And but then again, it it may happen that way. But for us right now. They like no, no that no. shit is completely separate. You have to buy that shit That's to what, watch that and shit. HBO Max supposed to be like fifteen dollars. That's what I would have thought. Was exactly. Being $15, and DC, all of that shit would have been incorporated. Owns all that shit, w- yeah. which only makes would have made it more sense. Fifteen dollars because oh, literally, Crunchyroll's eight by itself. But it's the new Crunchyroll is already like, like if you it, buy HBO Max, you don't have to pay for Crunchyroll. Yeah, like the thing is, but if you get HBO Max, you won't have to pay for DC if you want to watch Swamp Thing and all that other shit. Young Justice, that's ass trash. Because VR, the way VR, V and Disney Plus, you should know. Can you fuck with Elliot and? Yeah, I fuck with Ellie and them, but the thing is, they haven't even mentioned it like that. Internet Today. Shit. No, Internet Today, no. They have. That's why I knew about that shit, too. But the thing is, they've said that it was... They never mentioned that it would be separate so like that. Yeah, Unless like, I really... No, no, that. yeah, you weren't... Yeah, you weren't prepared. That's why I figured... Found out that shit, too, about... Because I knew that HBO and VRV and Crunchyroll and all those were going to be a part of HBO Max. I did not know that thing. Yeah. Unless... Yeah, that shit's, I gotta go. Really that's, a, that's what all the fans were trying to figure out, like... It doesn't make no sense for us for, to sit here yeah. and pay because for this shit. most people are going to pay. Regardless, most people are going to wait $16 for the HBO Max. No, we're going to get that, but it doesn't make people that were fucking with DC be like, oh, okay, well, it's just on Hulu. Disney has ESPN. Disney has this. Roll it all to one. Cool. I get it all with the Disney Plus. It was like, no, nah, that shit's going to be set. Like the Aquaman shit. The Aquaman series, HBO Max, but why still have DC app? Envi- it's a separate thing yeah. if we can't watch all this shit on one place. That's for real, for real. And you know how easy of the market they could really... First off, the fact that they own VRV. That is fucking a whole platform of other things. D&D, video games, fucking Nick's Black, 
Crunchyroll. The thing too about Nick, because uh, fucking Netflix is trying to work out that deal for Nickelodeon, so they might even have all the Nickelodeon content. Yeah, Nick's Black. Uh, oh, Nick's Black only has the nineties and below. I'm like, saying, but that's still Nickelodeon. That is true. Content and low key. I must confess, salute your shorts. I thought was outdated and wouldn't view well. No, donkey teeth or donkey lips. Them shits is still hilarious, especially if you were ninety kids. Because bitches are nasty. Speaking of DC, Christian Bale Ooh, has Lord. been low key exposed by Tessa Thompson <coughs> as being the villain. And Thor for Love and Thunder. Because she was interviewed on some red carpet by E.T. like Canada or E.T. Ireland. She was like, no, he's going to be the bad guy. And everybody was like. Wait, Christian uh, Batman? Yeah. Cause yeah rum- that's what I would have said. No, no. Because <laughs> he was already rumored as being a part Harder of the cast. Me. But nope, everybody speculated, speculated Beta Ray Bill. But then I know she, I did. Yeah, like most people did. Like, why would you have him be a bad guy? He went along. But then she was like, no, he's the bad guy. Everybody was like. But what if it's the swerve and she's just saying he's a bad guy? No. But then again, you don't have that authority to just go out there and, and say some shit. Because- yeah, swerve because Kevin Vogel like, don't say shit. We don't want nobody to know anything. But low key, if she's saying it right now and she and she know Kevin Vogel don't want her to say shit, I would guess that she's She might not. Her. No, that I nigga Tom she- Hart. I mean, Tom Holland really used to crazy. leak all that shit. Oh, Even yeah, motherfucking um, a good leaker. He was leaking. Mark Ruffalo said shit he won't say. Like when people just talk, like you just can't comment on anything. Oh yeah. If you say no, then people like that means yeah. If you say yes, that means people think you know. Like it's one of them things. Like you're you should just said it. We'll see. It's so, like now we do know. It's one of those things that I'll be like, see, this is how Clo- this is why Cloverfield got it right. Put all these niggas in the fucking building. Keep, <laughs> all, give them only an hour worth of a phone access, and when they do use their phone and live stream and whatnot, talk as vague as you can. Or maybe it's the reason why Cloverfield didn't do that well because they can't seem to think, they can't seem to keep things in house and on the wraps because everybody knows. Everything about a whole damn place. But the first Cloverfield did work because nobody knew nothing. Did it? That it because there only been one Cloverfield but really the big is, theatrical movie. But the thing is, a lot of people did not know that what Cloverfield was. They just knew nobody knew what it was. Movie. And that was the beauty about JJ keeping them niggas from not really saying shit. And that's cool. But when we bring it into the fact that we were trying to make a profitable franchise, franchise, yes, that yes. is that's not a good joint. But for a startup and just to get people hyped. Keeping it so quiet, Star Wars esque. That's what JJ to me. JJ Abrams kept that shit Star Wars esque until he got the Star Wars spot, and he used the same tricks for Star Wars to keep it as quiet as it can. No, that was more or less Disney blank. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That too, but we don't let we don't need to let them know that <laughs> she's a Papa team <laughs> right now because mm, that's a whole another podcast. And I still Which will you? Which you will never hear, because I'm not talking about Star Wars on this shit. I would not waste my breath on that dribble. (laughs) On some good dribble. What you been listening to this week, sir? Well, my favorite um, newer bands that I've been exposed to because of my friends that I kick it with. Phanogram. They dropped a new single, Dear God. Because their latest album came out over the weekend called Ceremony. And I dig it. It's not as poppy, as electronic, as movement as their 
first two or three albums, it's definitely more on that lo-fi vibe of their last album, Three. But I still dig Phantom Ground because I like their group. So they dropped the... Because I seen the single. I didn't listen to it because of that Uzi. But they dropped the single and the album. All last week, All yeah. last week? All last okay. week. Okay. Yes. So yeah, now I got more folk. Now I got to go for uh, it. And then David Guetta and Morton drop a track called uh, Detroit 3 A.M., it's dirty. It's nasty. We like the EDM. You're gonna um, enjoy that shit. And to my girl, oh, talk about it. One, the DL. Whoop whoop whoop. That little thicky missy. Oh, you heard what she said on Ellen. Demi Lovato dropped a single called "I Love Me" and oh lord, oh, lordy lord, I love you too, girl. But you heard what she said on Ellen, right? No, I did not. She want to make out with Rihanna, and I want to see that picture. Who doesn't want to make up Rihanna? True. But Let me for real. But first off, she was supposed to have a whole baby. husband, a whole baby, and now she out here like, I'm a lady. I like that cat too. I like that kitty cat. I like I that cat to, too. I don't want Rihanna. I want to snap into that Kit Kat. And I said, go ahead, Demi. Especially if it tastes like horseshada, because that's what I think it tastes like. Oh, but it's all good, though, girl. With great cinnamon. With a good old heavy dash of With great taste, because great responsibility. Oh, but you... Get, no, no, no. Speaking of animals... Panda, panda, panda. Oh, you was about to, I was about to ask you, did you listen to that? This, this Nigga, boy? I told you. <laughs> boy, that design boy. is back with a nice little single. <laughs> design is back with a single called Diva, which I like. I really enjoy that shit. It's chill. It's not as high energy as you would think it would be, but it's still a good ass single. I'm just glad to see designers still out here making music. Because being, being signed to one of your favorite artists is one of those plights that a lot of rappers especially express a lot. And I feel bad with them too because I feel like designers getting like the Diddy treatment from Kanye. And push it's it. like, damn, no, 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 no. Kanye. No, 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 no. Will you? Kanye put him on the fucking life as Pablo right okay, in that whole shit. That rapper, you know, because yeah. Kanye was in the video. Kanye used that like he. If you were to finish great um, verses, they talk about that shit too. You know, Kanye takes some that's hot with the local, the new young artist. He don't use that energy. But in a Diddy vein, it was like, yo, you're on. So now Make do you yeah. and fall back. Because it's like baby bird syndrome. Like, all right, you can fly with the spinner. Do your thing. Then you just fall, hit the ground. He tried to do other things. But it didn't knock. But I'm glad to see that he's still out here with a new single. He's still making music. But Chet, also though, all of other people that Kanye put on when he did the Baby Bird syndrome, they've all flown. No. Lupe. Lupe's different. No, no, no. Lupe's different. Lupe, Lupe already had Kit Bush before he was um, Touch the Sky. That is true. Think about this. But Panda. Sci High. But the thing no, is, wait, wait, wait. But Panda was out before because. No, no, yeah. Panda was out. Then they signed up. Uh, then Kanye yeah, settled in on Pablo. Yeah, Panda was out. And he used that whole Pusha, swag. Pusha found him, signed him, and then Kanye said, oh, I'm going to use it. No, no. Thing. Kanye, that's why they signed him because Kanye was like, no, I'm about to use this shit. But look at Saha the Prince. Damn, and he still yeah. didn't drop that album yet. No, he dropped this oh, he first, dropped one, first one, but, but he, he didn't get as high after he always been. Oh. But that's all. But could that also be because Shot of Prince been with them niggas way for years? But also he's been low key rhyming for Ye too. That but is he, hella true though. But he never wrote a hit but by himself too, now, now like that, Panda was. Now that I'm thinking about it, we they're outside of Lupe. They're he uh, shit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I mean, I would say what you call it, but he was there before Ye was. 
Uh, yeah, consequence. Consequence. Exactly. See, I already know. But, holy moly. Holy moly? That boy Blueface and NLE Chopper got a track called Holy Moly. It's ratchet. It's offbeat, but I still fuck with it. Six the Chopper come back so we can get you and Blueface. Come back. Come back to me. But, sir, I don't even know what that song back is. On, but can I slide back to the whole cha- her Chata talk? No, you cannot. You know the girl Selena dropped another version track of Rare live from the studio? No, that's why I didn't want to talk about it. I'm not going to lie. See, <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I like live studio recorders. Was just a beaver in the background saying, <laughs> one less lonely nigga? All right. But speaking of... Brock Hamilton dropped that. No, no. I got shit. that shit with Dollar Looper. That shit Go hit. ahead. I, I mean, you put me on Brock Hamilton, too. I don't even... Was it you? Or was it just a random day that we just let the playlist go? And no, no. I listened to... I listened to Brock Hampton. I told you about Brock Hampton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah, they had that um, remix with what Sugar with Du... 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 Yeah. Is that how you pronounce her name? Uh, that's how I pronounce it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. DL. As well as my... My <laughs> bank, Gorillaz dropped a new single. I don't remember what the track... I didn't see the track title. I just know they dropped a new single. I'm sorry. Are you sure you're not... No. Are you sure it's not the one I talked about last episode? No. They dropped a new... They've been dropping new shit for the every... They dropped three new shits this week. Three new videos and a single this week. Well, until you know which one those are, it's kind of hard for our listeners yes, to go find it and I'm listen to it. For that it's hard job. for me to put that shit into the um, playlist. Because I'm outside of me just listening to this little Uzi Vert, I've been listening to the Glow Files Part 4, Chief Keef. Yes, I don't know why I was listening to Chief, but I said I need Chief in my life. Man. Word. But you know what you need in life? Some chicks. Specifically, the Ditchy <laughs> Chicks. Because the they back baby. with a new track called Gaslighter. Because oh, I need to get back on my country wave. Because Lady Antebob dropped a new album two weeks ago that I still need to listen to. I but that ga- did. No, no, I did not. Because I didn't tell you about it. So that means... That, that is, shit happened. I put that shit on my playlist and this still never. But went no, back like to that <laughs> um Dixie Chicks, Gaslighter, I like that jump off. Katy Perry is back with a new song oh, called man. Never Worn White. And thanks to my homegirl Erin, I did not realize she was first and foremost, she was pregnant, but I didn't realize that it was by Orlando Bloom. That's her baby daddy. That's why I brought up the whole Gambit conversation with Daniel. I was like, no, that nigga be like Gambit. And plus it's okay, make me Emo and lonely because I was like, damn, I would never wear white to a wedding because I would never get married. You know why? Because I got cursed in a previous life. Only way I knew about this song was thanks to the good old New York version of us, Jesus and Mero. Word. Then my girl, Christina Aguilera, (laughs) has a song called Loyal, Brave, True of the Mulan soundtrack. That shit hit. I saw that shit and I seen Mulan soundtrack. I said, play. I said, oh, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, you ain't going to give me no old classics. You don't come out of nowhere with this new shit. First off, she didn't give us an old classic since that track with her and uh, Offset. Don't it was 2 chains, Ty Dollar saying. My fault, my fault, my fault. 2 chains, Ty Dollar sign, Accelerate. That's an urban classic in my book. I don't give three shades of shit about that. That's my banger. And she ain't changed. She ain't gone back to pop, Christina, ever since that. And one thing... I want to say real quick, too, I like my singers, BBW, as well. Because Thick Kelly Carson and BBW, fucking Christina Aguilera, and Thick Rihanna. Yo. I like... 
whole whole different levels. I used whole to get into battles levels. about why Christina. I like Christina over Britney Spears as a young child, but nowadays I can just be like, see, because Britney Spears wasn't trying like no genie out no bottles. Whoa. But speaking of old older come, girls come, 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 groups, come, so Danny the King has two new singles, but being specific, it's Aubrey O'Day and D Woods. One track is called Fly. The other track is called Boy Down. And if you want to listen to those tracks, always, I put up a link to YWDCA3. Because every month we drop a new um, playlist for the episodes. So you can hear about all the songs that we mentioned. But a quick question. Is it as Danny DeCane or is it just both of their singles? No, no. It's Danny DeCane. But also, depending on what site you um, listen to music... You can find them on both places. On both so it's one of those weird lives. ways so, so they so, get double plays so for the same song. So they write it as Danny Kane, but it's really just only them two that are part of Danny Kane singing these songs. These songs, exactly. <clears throat> All right, cool, And cool, then, cool. just speaking about albums, there's a punk girl group named Thick. Grunt No, Thick, yes. Ooh, and yes. they have a track called Five Years Behind that I fuck with this whole weekend. I love it. There's another group called U.S. Girls. They had an album. That shit's called Heavy. Heavy Light. I really did enjoy that. If you're into um, old school hip-hop, that boom back New York shit, the boy Jadakiss dropped Ignatius as a song with Pusha T um, about taking out rappers. With Pusha T took his verse off of. But it's weird because when I listened to that shit on Tidal, it said featuring Pusha T and his verse was still there. So I don't know if he just took it off for that initial week at the pop Pop Smoke's verse, but I still enjoyed it, and I understand why he did that shit. But my album of the month, my favorite album of the year, comes from that little nigga, little Uzi Vert, Eternal Attack. Yeah, kill him. I. Yeah, gotta get it, bro. Ah, gotta get it, bro. Ah, oh bitches, no me. Yeah, ah, shoot me with it. All that shit, get it with it. She don't want to love me if she want to with it. I must have to give <laughs> praise to the to this generation's kid, Cuddy. Yo, he's Cuddy. He's, he's a, like Cuddy meets Wayne in the future. In, in, in five years, when the new rappers come up, I'm bet money they will say what this current generation of kids are saying. Most of their music is inspired by Cuddy, and they're but instead of it being Cuddy, they're going to say little either little Uzi Vert or Juice World. R.I.P. Works that make Juice World and Lil Uzi the Gotan and Trunks of this shit. They are. They're exactly. the, literally the two. As much as I cannot, I have to stress this. Niggas is be emo. We didn't have that lane growing up until we got Cuddy. And then once we got Cuddy, and look at how much things changed since we got Cuddy. We had niggas now wearing skinny jeans and all that and expressing their emo loving ways. Word. And then after that, literally. Juice, Lil Uzi, most people, most of these young kids that do their drugs and emo talks literally say one of the people that inspired them is Cuddy. Exactly. I'm glad you're bringing that up because we're about to get, we're about to go into the portion of the show when we're geeking out. And guess what we're about to geek out about right now? We're about to geek about emo Negroes in music. Oh, so that, the yeah. fact that we're already talking about Lil Uzi, Juice World, the boy Cuddy, we might as well just continue this subject because you know what we had a guest things don't 
pan out. We're going to reschedule. So now we're about to sit here and just talk about for maybe like 10 to 15 minutes about our favorite favorite emo artists and the hip-hop slash R&B mainstream world. Genre. Word. Mm. As y'all may already know. Talk to us about Cuddy real quick. Mines will be good old Cuddy. And if y'all need a specific song, can't give y'all that. Because I have a whole album that will express my feels. You ain't gonna talk about Heart of the Lion? Uh, sir. Guess what? No. Because that is my empowerment. But if I just want to be like, yo, Roscoe, how are you feeling today? Or Roscoe, how do you feel inside all the time? I will tell somebody, play Mr. Rogers Part 2. Scott Scott Mango versus the World. Everything on there. Ghost. Why ghost, Roscoe? Because, hey, uh, some days I feel like a ghost and nobody knows me, nor sees me, nor cares. And they literally cannot even touch you. True that. Some solo dolo part two with, with uh, Kendrick. That bitch hit. Oh, shit. Bees, a.k.a. RZA's solo track with just Cuddy in the chorus. If you a Wu-Tang fan forever, you gonna love that Who bitch. ain't? And my nigga, he opens up to talking about taking coke before interviews because he was so nervous about the fame back then. This He opens up about his drug problems to the fact that he has a song talking about his drug problems. And guess who sings the hook with him? Or sings the hook for him. The greatest person who went through drug problems in the 90s with a beautiful voice, Mary J. Blige herself. Yes, my nigga. Mary J. Blige got a track with Cuddy. Is that why she dances the way she dances? Because she was on that shit? Because she used to fuck with Casey from Casey and yes, Jojo. She used to be on that Jodeci. shit back in the early and they 90s. Talk about how they and they all used to be coke. doing drugs like that. Because we're in a black community. Coke was frowned upon. But all our favorite artists were but high I'm on that shit. Coping. And we all knew oh. about that shit. So it was like one of them things like, don't do that. But we're going to listen to you while you do that shit. <laughs> so this nigga Ross was talking about Kid Cudi. I just want to talk about the nigga Frank Ocean real quick. Oh, Because he had Frank new tracks, Novocaine, Swim Good, Swim Good, which are two of my favorite songs of all time. And it was like, Novocaine during that so area, like, I never did cocaine, but like, cocaine for breakfast. Yikes. Just hearing that, I'm like, I know what cocaine do to you. And knowing that you just did that shit for breakfast. For not even breakfast. trying to. You just like woke up. Oh, shit. Yikes. Now I have a whole day. Novocaine. It's just like one of the things like emotionally in the black community, we don't get taught to feel numb. We get taught to persevere and man through it more or less. But just hearing somebody like you talk about how they feel about themselves in these situations and the vices they have to intake in to just deal with life. But knowing that at the same time, it's not the way I should be going, but I need to see tomorrow. Heck yeah. So Frank Ocean definitely was one of those artists like, yo, he I wish I had one of those as an adolescent. And it's also one of them things, too, I commend the younger generation for having somebody like him, like a fucking Kid Cudi, like a Juice or like a Uzi, because now it's more acceptable for young black men to be more expressive and with their thoughts and feelings. And we one more person in the R&B department that could 
that does just as great work as uh, Frank. And and everybody loves him. Good old weekend. I'm oh. sorry. Trilogy is the epiphany of how Call it the Killogy because he killed God, that shit. Damn it. As much as I love all his other albums, Trilogy is just there's something about Trilogy. Be all end all of what it was. It, it goes for me it goes trilogy and then probably Wonderless as my Wonder But I ain't gonna if I have to that. recommend a good album from Juice World, I will say 2018's Goodbye and Good Release. It is probably I'll be honest, ever since he passed away, I listened to at least that album or at least four or five songs from that album. Just because I'm just like I forgot how much Juice World Came into the game and just was like, I'm kid cutting the fuck out this shit. To the point that, like, what? Uh, Hosley, he did a remix of Hosley's track. Oh, yeah, he was on that shit. That shit's like, in that, oh my gosh. Juice, when Juice came out, I just was like, he's inspired by Cuddy and I like it. And this is the future kid Cuddy of the world. One of the greats. Um, Little Uzi. Does the same, but what I would love of what I love about Lil Uzi is he doesn't take all his emo. He doesn't make all emo music. He makes party music, but if you were emo kids, you know how it feels and how much you need this type of music just to make your mood a little bit better. Cause he's in the anime Scott Pilgrim and ratchet shit. He's so great. Like I'm be honest, Lupe Kid Cudi. Changed the game for a lot of us anime emo nerds to just be like, we're anime emo nerds. We love what we love. Word. And before we wrap this shit up, I will always have to respect my sensei. My senpai. The one, he's not from the East because there's only one Kanye West. I I know you're going to say Drake. No. No, he's the North God. Only reason I didn't say that because (laughs) I don't have time. To deal with you, because we're trying to get out of here. <laughs> but no, Drake is Drake is definitely one of the emo pioneers because he followed in the footsteps of Kanye, and more specifically, the album, which is one of my favorite Kanye albums, if not my favorite Kanye album, 808 and Heartbreaks. I have that shit on vinyl. Every time a woman, because I respect them, Contrary to popular belief, every time I have an issue with one or several, I put that shit on. I have a nice stroll, a nice walk around the block, and it puts me in a right frame of mind to understand what I'm going through and help me express my emotions. That's one of the reasons I start writing quote-unquote songs, quote-unquote poems post my high school years, because that album came out 88. 808 and Heartbreaks. And I just love it because it's like one of them things too. Before Kanye, like, there was no rapper really rapping about his feelings. Like, rappers will rap about, oh, I miss fucking a bitch or I used to fuck her. Like, I like her. But, like, Kanye was really the first rapper to put that emotion, emotion, to me, into a song. Like, even Jay-Z, Jay-Z did it with Song Cry, which was a beat produced by Kanye. But it's like something I can relate to in my life. So when he put out that 808 and Heartbreaks, I could listen Man, to that I shit was... like, oh my God. Thank you for talking about me. Thank you. I get that shit. And that's just how I feel about the whole um, thing. And yeah, so... Question, Kels. 
if you could choose one emo song to represent you, what would that be? Oh yeah, I hit you with a doozy oozy. I have to go with like none. No, give me yours first, then I give you mine. Trapped in my mind by Kid Cudi. Why? Because you know I be trapped in my. I mind. don't know. I, I, you know me. I be trapped in my mind. I don't be really trying to be out. Uh, out here, like I used to be as a young kid, you know, shits came to change myself, so I just stayed to myself. Word. So, low-key. It's either trapped on my mind or ghost. And either or, they both explain how I am as a person, mostly. Word. So, I'm actually gonna go with the classic Drake, Marvin's Room. Ooh. Because as soon as I heard that song, I was like, why wasn't this shit out? When I was younger, because most dudes may not admit it, but we all been at predicament when we're talking to our girl or our ex. Like, yo, why are you fucking with him? I'm here. I've been drinking too much, but all I want to say is, fuck that nigga that you think you love. Like, that whole thought, like, I want to say it, but I can't. But I know I should and be justified, but at the same token, when that nigga ended that track, like, yo, my white friend said y'all niggas crazy. I heard no, I, heard, I hope nobody heard that. Because if we did, somebody be in some trouble. Yes, some white niggas be in trouble. Because yes, I know white people. And sometimes they say nigga. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Don't nigga. say that. Like, don't say that shit. Exactly. But I like, yo, and sometimes. I've been around when, you, when that shit happens. And sometimes when you're black wearing white people, sometimes they be like, y'all niggas wilding. I'm like, yeah, we are, but you can't say that. But you ain't wrong. But like, yes, nigga, we violent, if, but nigga. Yes, but you it. listen to this shit. You heard my room. If Marvin's room was out during the Smart Tech era, oh, that would have been, been our been official song. Cause song. we used to be a group of grown. I use the term "grown" loosely, but eighteen to nineteen year old men sleeping in a whole basement, just listening to John Legend, Maroon Five, talking about. Yo, Why? I'm glad we friends. Yo, that bitch ass fight. Like, yo, I love you, dog. Nigga, I love you too. Fuck hoes. Yeah, I know. Cause we just got each other. Word. It's like one of those weird ass. Fuck these bitches. We gonna fuck as many bitches as we want this summer. Worst summer idea ever. <laughs> it's like it's like the contemporary version of Little Rascals. If like Little Rascals would have came out, I don't think Spanky if, was ever saying Little Rascals. Spanky uh, had no problem with it because Spanky was Spanky was getting Spanky. Somebody was spank, Spanky off. If Little Rascals came out as adults, yeah. all them boys would have been like, it been, yeah, they say the no girls club, but we fucking all the girls. It would have been <laughs> Little Rascals meets like in betweeners. It like it would have been so gnarls. So gnarls. But that's going to bring us to the end of this random ass um, geeking out segment about um, emo music and oh, the urban demographic. Oh, oh, and of course, we can't end this episode without uh, Yo Check It Out. So, Ross, if there's one artist or group and album that people should check out when it relates to this black emo ness, what would you recommend for them? As stated, Man on the Moon 2, The Legend of Mr. Ranger, Ranger and Mr. Uh, I'm so low Juice Rose, uh, Goodbye, Good Riddance, Good Riddance, and Good Riddance are the two ones I would recommend. And if I had to just choose a singular song, I didn't say that, but okay, I would. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not even gonna give y'all a single song. 
Just listen to both of them albums. Word. Right. If I'm going to give you a singular song, I'm going to go with Street Lights from Kanye West, 808s, and Heartbreak. Because it is the perfect hip-hop lullaby. And I didn't realize that till this nigga Ross told me that. But, like, it's the perfect song for any mood. We ain't feeling down or just need to get up. But, as, as far as albums go, I'm going to go with Paper Cut Chronicles by Jim, Jim Class. Class Heroes. Because when I'm feeling emo and down, I'll pull that shit on. I'm like, I would never be that low to go Actually, through all that blow and all those lines are cutting. Like it. Travis went through during that whole yeah, debacle with Katy Perry. It's <laughs> like one of those albums. Like when I'm like, certain people listen to R&B or slow jams because they're already low. Some people like listen to like them sad shit to get sadder so they can rebuild. Oh, I, I like going emo on emo and that album is so emo I'm like, oh my life ain't that bad. Bro. But I feel your pain. So that makes me low key happy that I'm not in your shoes, Travi. And I'm gonna be honest, paper so cut sexy. Chron- paper cut chronicles is a sad one, but their unre their pre released album before they got officially signed by Feel by Roman, that shit's mad emo too. I forgot about that shit. It's kind of hard to find, y'all, because my cousin put me on it off of his BitTurrent. Good old 20, early 2000s. But yeah, before gym class was popping, one fun fact is every their, every one of their hit singles was has a line to the title of their last album. Word. And real quick, also, um, Find Your Love by Drake, because low-key... That song almost made me be Hannah Baker. I almost made 13 takes about a hoe because I might have to go to Jamaica to find my love. And if I can't find that girl love, I might have die for that shit because that's what I used to be on. But guess what? I'm still alive, so. And I just realized <laughs> my single song. I learned to love myself first. My single song might be Cuddy's montage from Kids See Ghost. Word. <laughs> that was just nothing but Cuddy him uh, harmonies, but. It's something about Cuddy's harmonies that smooth and smooth emotion. Mr. Soul. Ranger. But, guess what, guys? That's going to bring us to the end of this episode of Yo, Yo Where the Captions At. As always, I'm Kels for Show. And you know me, the one eyed kid, Roscoe Tinkoya. And remember, guys, be one, be no, 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 and no, be no. awesome, but yet don't be a loser. Psych, be one of them, because the Losers Club is awesome. And guess what? Plus Ultra. Be one or be nothing. We love you and be better. And Toby was right. Okay.